Hi, I'm Dr. Emmanuel Aiko. The early signs of a heart attack can vary. The most common include squeezing across the chest, a feeling of unease, and a sense that something just isn't right. It can be easy to dismiss the early signs of a heart attack as the symptoms don't always feel severe. It's never too early to call 999 and describe your symptoms. Your NHS is here for you. Well, look at this! Here's the guy here just in the nick of time. What does that make us? Big damn hero, sir. Ain't we just? You may well have managed to convince yourself that you betrayed your country, your friends, your family in the service of a, a principle. Core belief in a greater good or some such rubbish, but deep down, Kim, deep down, I know you know you're wrong. I can see it. As I look at you now, wrong, immoral, politically naive, delusional, don't turn your back on me! think my highly trained olfactory sense wouldn't pick up on the faint whiff of neroli and bergamot in your favorite hand lotion. I could do this all day. Surrender. Hello and welcome to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM, the film and TV radio show where a handful of film enthusiasts shoot the breeze about all things film and television. I'm Marcus E. Ako and I have completed binge watching Wednesday. I am producer Dave. I haven't even started watching Wednesday, so uh, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you've got to say about that because uh, she was the uh, she was she I don't know she wasn't the main focus of um, the Adams family, but she was quite they they pulled her up in those films. Yeah. yeah. So so okay so Wednesday as in Wednesday Adams from the Adams family. So you know there's uh, I my introduction to the Adams family was obviously the two Tim Burton movies uh, early '90s, right? So um, and you're right. The focus of uh, th there were two Tim Burton movies. There was Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. And majority of the story, the, the main plot was mainly about, um, you know, the the main the the Festa. You know, patriarchs. It was yeah. The both both kind of were about Festa. So the first one was the was about. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gomez, which is the the Gomez Adams, the patriarch of the family, and Morticia Adams, the you know played brilliantly by uh, Raúl Julia and Angelica Houston. Uh, so it's them. They're the they're the mother and father and family. Then you have um, Wednesday Adams, played by Christina Ricci. I can't remember who played uh, Pugsley, the boy. And then you have. Uh, thing which is the disembodied hand that runs around the house and you got you got lurch who's like the butler and i think there's a grandmother in there as well yeah uh, and those are the main so those, those are the side characters but the main characters were 
um, Gomez and Morticia Adams. Then the main story of the first one was the fact that Gomez's brother, who's been lost in the consider, um, um, what's the word? It's lost and presumed dead. That's it, pre presumed dead, because about 15 years prior, he had fallen off a mountain cliff or whatever. And then all of a sudden, he shows up. Festa, played brilliantly by Christopher Lloyd. He shows up um, with, I, I, I believe, his adopted mother. Um, and it's, or, or rather, is, is it the fact that, they, I, I can't remember the exact storyline, um, but they bring him in. To, oh, that's it. That's it. They bring him in because um, he is, he looks very much like Fester, right? And he obviously is entitled to the, the Adams family, a portion of the Adams family riches, like they're really, really rich. Um, and the mother, think, not knowing that he is actually Fester, just thinks that he resembles him. They're con artists and they're coming to, to con the Adams family. But it turns out that it is Fester, right? And so that has to, that's the place. So that's the first, that's the main crux of the first film. The second film follows a similar storyline, um, except to the fact that Fester obviously is kind of not jealous, but he's a slightly envious of um, uh, Gomez and Morticia's loving relationship. And he doesn't have anyone of his own. And then this con woman steps in and wants to sort of like, seduce him because she's a black widow and so on and so forth uh, and to get him to, to get married and whatnot so that's the crux of the second movie but in the second movie there's a subplot of Wednesday being sent to summer camp which is what a lot of people remember from that and Christina Ricci just fantastic as the deadpan um you know Wednesday Adams just droll really monotone all black uh with white face uh, sort of like um, very very well done so those are two made that's my introduction to the Adams family um, then they did like a couple of uh, animation movies here and there I think there was another spin there was a spin-off movie later on uh, with Wednesday as well but it's more adult Wednesday I don't think that kind of kicked off that I didn't think that was as successful uh, and then very recently again more animation um, where they kind of moved more towards the original comic book origins or the comic origins uh, comic strip origins that's it uh, but now Netflix have come back with a show dedicated to Wednesday Adams and it is oh what's her name what's the Catherine Zeta-Jones that's it so Catherine Zeta-Jones comes in she plays Morticia Adams uh, and the dad is played by oh I can't remember his name because um, he's very funny Louis, Louis Guzman that's it he plays um uh, Gomez, which is a complete flip from the Tim Burton movies, where Raul Julia, this, this you know, well-built, statuesque, handsome man, now being played by, by, her, by Louis Louis Gomez, not Louis Gomez. Um, uh, my brain, I, I said his name a second ago, Guzman, Louis Guzman. Anyway, but that's not. It's not about them. It, it is. Um, oh, I am. Is it Jenna Ortega? Um. Maybe mistaken. Bear with me one second. Jenna, yeah, I was right. Jenna Ortega. And she is absolutely mesmerizing as Wednesday Adams. It is a fantastic show. Um, it's I I binged watched it in it is like eight episodes, binged watched it in two days. Uh, she is just captivating in it uh, as Wednesday Adams. There's this one scene 
and and it's it is the scene is going viral at the moment for two reasons one for the fact that it's a great scene and tiktokers are now imitating the 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 scene itself it's a dance that she does at a, a school prom or whatever um but that's the one the other reason why it's going viral is because she did an interview where she said she was on a it was the first day of her having covid and they got her to do it. And so a lot of people are complaining, why did they get her to do it? I don't even want to talk about that because it's just ridiculous. Either way, that scene itself, that dance, the, the dance she does is just, I I watched, I, I had to, I rewound. I, the, very seldom do I rewind to watch stuff. I rewound it, watched it because it is, she is just brilliant as Wednesday Adams. I had a massive crush I, I you should the, the subtitle for for all for shoot the breeze should just be who does Marcus Ico have a massive crush on? I had a massive crush on Christina Ricci back in the day because of uh, Wednesday Adams and because she was in Casper. I saw those are two movies I watched on loop when I was when I was in my teenage formative years. So I had a massive crush on her and Jenna Ortega just, just like blew that character away. So I'm like, great, it's a fantastic show check it out if you're a fan of the adams family you'll get you'll get right into how they love uh you know you know torture and everything that is bad and evil and whatnot they kind of like that they play they play with it if you're not a fan of the adams family you may not it, okay because apparently it's being produced by it, it's directed um and has his fingerprints all over it. Um, Tim Burton, he directed the first couple of episodes and his fingerprints are all over it. So it's great, it's really good. You get the Gothic school that's there, the buildings, the way it's, you think all 1990s Tim Burton style, right? That's what it is. The uh, side characters as well are fantastic. They're very, very good. Um, uh, what's her name? Gwendolyn Christie, who is from Game of Thrones, and she was in Star Wars and the new Star Wars and whatnot. She's in it as well. Christina Ricci pops back in, uh, in a sort of a side role. Uh, a whole bunch of other characters. The only person I watched and I was like, was the actor who played uh, Uncle Fester, Fred Armitage. I really like when Fred Armitage does stuff, right? Now, you recognize him from Saturday Night Live. He was big in Saturday Night Live. He was one of the character players in there. Uh, if if you've seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, he has a reoccurring role as oh I can't remember the name or is he's supposed to be this 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 weird foreign guy who every time they go to do like you know they check with the neighbors around a crime scene he he always he opens the door and he's very very weird to them if you if you know if you've seen if you're a fan of Brooklyn Nine Nine you know exactly what I'm talking about uh, he never gives them the answers that they want and he just closes the door really, really it's always like there's something happening in the background and he doesn't want them to know that's the guy um, I like him normally as Uncle Fester I and I know why I didn't like his portrayal because every time I think Uncle Fester I only can see Christopher Lloyd doing that role. I can't see anybody else doing it. He basically set it like it's kind of like Heath Ledger did with the Joker, right? You, every, anyone who goes and does Joker after Heath Ledger, everyone's like, "Yeah, you're good, but you weren't Heath Ledger good." That's what I'd see with Uncle Fester, and that's and he's he's in one episode, and, I, and he, but anyway, everyone else, including Thing. Sorry, I know I'm ranting, ranting, but I'm I have to I have to get it out. I have to get it out of my chest. Um, the thing, they the thing is just a disembodied hand that moves around. 
and he is fantastic. That character is doesn't speak, obviously, does sign language and writes whenever he needs to communicate, but he is just wow, chef's kiss, brilliant. There are a couple of gags that they do with him that are just I I just burst out laughing as soon as it happens. And there's an emotional bit as well as where he's in peril. And I I felt it on just for a disembodied hand. That's what I'm saying. This show, Wednesday, go check it out. Uh, I pretty much sussed who the who it's it, 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 okay. Again, now the the story uh, is focused on Wednesday Adams. So it's the it, hence the show is called Wednesday, right? It's focused on Wednesday. She gets shipped off to this school called Nevermore, which is a school for weird oddities, odd you know, odd kids, right? Um, and that's and so and there's a murder mystery going on at the school. This is not a spoiler from the very first episode. A, a camper gets killed in the woods. And so people are suspecting that it's someone from the school that's doing it. Uh, and it carries on from there. And she dives into this mystery. And so that's what it is. It's um, someone called it um, Nancy Drew, right? That's basically what it is. So it's it's a case of she's doing the investigating to find out who's doing it while she doesn't really want to be at the school and so on and so forth. So that's what the main crux of the story is. With the fact that obviously she's a teenage girl in school, there's a whole love thing going on, you know, which boys and so on and so forth, all of that, because it's it's on Netflix. It's kind of like the uh, Archie comics thing, Riverdale, that's on there. Someone said that the producers were from Smallville. So you get that same feeling, right? So it's a teenage angsty movie or TV show, but with Wednesday Adams as the lead. It is cracking. I know there's going to be a season two. I'm definitely in for season two. I'm in for season five of this show, as long as they keep it as consistent as they've been doing. Anyway. Is um, Pugsley in the show at any time? Pugsley is in it. Um, but And again, okay, so here's... Pugsley is another character that in the two movies, the Tim Burton movies, I liked. And I don't like what they did with Pugsley in this one. I don't know if it's more true to the source material as in the comic strips, because I haven't read the comic strips. Um, in this one, he's more of a very insecure, uh, bullied child. Because the very first scene that we ever see, uh, you know, of the show is the fact that we, when we, we we see Wednesday walking through her normie school, she's in a school, a normal school, high school. And she finds her brother being bullied by a whole bunch of like like the swim team, right? They've pinned him in his locker, and she takes him down, and she she tries to ask him, and he says he doesn't he doesn't want to say who it is. So he's more of a uh, of um, a, a bullied child, if you will, right? But that's not the Pugsley that I know. The Pugsley, if you remember from from back in from the films, right? He's this really chunky kid who like would welcome people trying to torture him, right? And would be like, he, he could take he could take it. He did. He not only could he take it, he could dish it out because there was a whole back and forth between the two of them, um, or between Wednesday and Pugsley, where they were always trying to torture each other. There was always a thing where they were trying to, and there was that sibling rivalry between the two of them, which I really, really liked. If you have siblings, you get it, right? It's a, you, you walk in, you put your shoes on, and there's goo in your shoe and stuff like that. That was their relationship. That completely gone from, from this one, which I didn't like, per se. Um, and I understand why they did it, because they did it mainly to 
push the story of Wednesday going away. Um, and that sacrifice, they sacrifice that relationship between Pugsley and Wednesday, which again, for me, another criticism of the show, because I think they could still, I, I think they could still have done it much better than that. Because the whole idea is why she has to leave the school she's in is because she goes and gets revenge on the swimming, the swim team, because they were bullying Pugsley. They didn't have to do it the way they did it. You know what I mean? The whole idea is the fact that she's saying no one tortures Pugsley except me, right? That's her thing. But the way they left it, again, and this is coming back to the She-Hulk problem, right? <laughs> ah, you asked the question, producer Dave. This is on you. You feel you have only yourself to blame. <laughs> so with the I'm 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 branding this phenomenon the She-Hulk phenomenon, right? And the reason why I'm saying is that is the fact that it's it's where writing these days or films I've noticed films and TV shows these days, whenever they want, whenever a female character needs to be propelled, they have to knock down a male character, and it's like you don't you don't have to do that. Why? Why do you have? Why? Why must that be done? It's like. It, it 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 doesn't it I don't it it kind of irritates me it irks me because again I find myself being on the being arguing on the with the team or arguing on the side of the team that I don't agree with which are the you know the red pill me the red red pill YouTube clan the 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 ones who are crying that you know, I say crying because it is a thing but the people who are saying that you know women's stories aren't great and the, the women heroes are they're no good women heroes and on all, all that side right now i don't like those arguments because i don't agree with them i believe that they're that there are the 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 norm the, the sensible thing whatever you think is sensible i agree with right i agree that there are strong female characters i agree that there are there are great writers who are female great comics who are female great directors who are female i understand all of that stuff the problem I'm having is that it seems with a lot of the content that comes out these days, there is that push that in order to make the female hero as great, as strong as they can be, one of the things that we need to do is we need to diminish the male characters around them. She-Hulk is exact for me, I clicked onto that, I'd say late, I've got a lot of people say it's late, but I that cl I clicked into that from Wonder Woman eighty four right so the sequel to Wonder Woman what the first the, the first Wonder Woman movie did not have to do that they had strong characters they had great strong male and female characters but Wonder Woman shone above all of them right so you talk about I, I can't I can't remember Steve Rogers Steve not Steve Rogers Steve Rogers is Captain America but Steve uh, I can't remember his last name but the love interest for uh, for Wonder Woman. He was smart, resourceful, capable, even though in a fight, you know, Wonder Woman would just hand it with, with one hand tied behind her back, blindfolded, would still beat him. But he was still strong, capable, intelligent. He could move along. He brought his team on board. The one was a one was was the con artist. The other was chief and a whole bunch of they in their own right. They were all small, str strong, strong capable individuals even though you know wonder woman could be all of them you still had that so that all worked 
in harmony. It was great. Then you move to the sequel. Uh, with Name one male character in that entire sequel that had any sense of agency, strength, goodness about them that wasn't Steve when he got brought back into another person. And again, again, it's like you don't, if you're going to have to say that this character is strong, and in order to do that, to maintain that they're strong, you have to weaken the other character that they're going against, then what you're doing is betraying the fact that your character is strong in the first place. You know what I mean? You Because it's not a challenge. Sorry, I'm getting angry at this, but you burn on yourself pretty today. <laughs> I'd, I'd like oh. to take this opportunity to apologize to all the listeners out there for bringing up yet again, inadvertently, She-Hulk. Shall we move on? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Producer Dave would like me to move on, but let, let me, okay, let, I'll tell you what. Uh, I obviously, I, I've been missing my therapy sessions, so I, I, I haven't had the chance to rant as much as I had. So let me, let me just wrap this up and then we can move on with the show. Um, the, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Wednesday does suffer that problem. The show Wednesday does suffer that problem, um, but not in degree, not to the point that it put me off the entire show. The fact that, again, you mentioned Pugsley. Pugsley was a strong character in his own right. I would watch a Pugsley show. I, well, I mean, I, I, I hope it wouldn't be too long because Pugsley was... He was kind of a weird character, but he was a strong character in himself. He was just this big kid that was just, just, I want to say dumb, goofy kid that just enjoyed torturing his sister as much as she tortured him. One of the images I had in my head of flashing back to the original Adams Family movies was Hector, not Hector, I keep calling him Hector, um, uh, Gomez looking for the kids and he looks over the balcony and he sees the both of them and Pugsley is in the guillotine about to get beheaded by, <laughs> by Wednesday and he's asking, have you seen Uncle Vesta? And they're like, we think he's downstairs. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, so he says something about the guillotine or whatever and then walks off. That's what I loved about those two, the banter between the two of them. With this one completely stripped out is the fact that he is this bullied, you know, you, so again, you're bringing down a character, you're, you're, you're as they call it, the term that calls nerfing the character, you're nerfing Pugsley because you want to show that Wednesday is a strong woman because she has to go and defend Pugsley. That's not a way to make her strong. She was a strong character already. We, if you, if you know anything about Wednesday Adams, She's a strong character. The, the family values. She gets sent off to camp. Pugsley's not there, but she goes in and she dominates the camp. She she whoops. They throw her into a into a room as torture, but she loves it. She breaks everybody. She's a strong character on her own. Pugsley is there. Was he at camp? Oh, you know, he's sorry. He was at camp. <clears throat> yes. Okay. He was. You're right. He was at camp as well. He was, the, he was the turkey, point. wasn't he? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but that's but. It, it, but, and that's my okay you, absolutely you hit on the point right he was there but he never reduced her power because she was still tough you, you didn't have to do the way they did it so they made him snivelly weak bullied under the thumb just 
to show that she's stronger. That's bad writing, in my opinion. I, all they need to do to fix that little bit, and I would stop complaining, right? If, if she'd opened the, 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 the locker and he's hanging there, and she's like, what are you doing in your locker? And he's got a big smile on his face, right? He's like, you know, I, they, they grabbed me. There were like 12 of them. Um, and yeah, knocked some of them out, but I'm just, whatever. I want to see, or even like, he maybe doesn't even address, he just says, I wanted to see how long it'll take before I pass out in this cab, in, in this place, right? Because that's the kind of guy, that's the kind of guy he is. But no, it's not that. You have him being brought down and he's, and, and, and that was one element of it. And I'm like, come on. And then there's another bit later on where it's an archery lesson. And it's like, and again, it's like, that I'd forgotten about that. And then that happened again. And I was like, stop doing that. And that's what I, anyway, I'll stop in my rant. Going back to the fact that Wednesday on Netflix is a fantastic show. Go check it out. It is just, it's very well written. Couple of beefs I have, couple of issues I have that would make it perfect. But anyway, you're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I'm a repentant producer, Dave. <laughs> it's too late to repent. They've already listened to us for like 20 minutes <laughs> ranting. So, um, yeah. So on the show today, uh, I've, I've just uh, we we're, were gonna do Wednesday in the in the film and TV news bit, or maybe the spotlight section. But you kind of well, no, well, I, I started it. I started talking about Wednesday. Yeah, I, you you I started it. Yeah, I I did. So uh, so we're not gonna go back into it. Uh, we're going to find something else that we're going to put in the spotlight section. But one thing that we will be doing as part of the film and TV news, I had the opportunity to sit down with a film critic, Boyd Hilton. We, we've had him on the show a number of times. Great film critic. Love talking to him about stuff. We used to talk to him about the BAFTA TV awards and the Virgin uh, must-see moments, etc. This time he's coming in to talk about ITV's new streaming service, ITVX. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, when he comes on the show. We'll put that in the spotlight section. Uh, but first, let's jump into film and TV news. So on film and TV news, just to kick off the film and TV news section, for this week, I want to talk about Kirsty Alley, um, the actress who passed away this week. She died on the fifth of December. Uh, Kirsty Alley, you would, you if you don't recognize the name, you definitely would recognize the face if you watched uh, things like Cheers back in the day. Uh, she came in in the latter half, latter half of Cheers. Uh, she was the love interest, but she came in. Uh, well, that's when I first saw her. And then if you don't remember her from that, you probably would recognize her from the Look Who's Talking series. Uh, so look, not series, the series of films. Uh, this was in the early 90s with John Travolta, the one, the one with the talking babies. She was the mum. So, so she was in there. Uh, and she's been in a number of other things. People remember her from uh, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. She's on there. Um, and she, yeah, she's, she's done a number of things. She kind of dropped off after a while. But then started coming back with some bit parts and different TV shows and stuff. Uh, Producer Dave, what's your um, your immediate memory when you hear Kirstie Alley? Well, there was two things. Uh, one was Wrath of Khan. I remember her in that. 
And the second one was Cheers, in actual fact, because uh, after Diane skipped out of the show, they had to bring someone else in. So they brought her in, not exactly as a love interest right away, more as an antagonist for... Um, for Sam Malone, yeah. Yeah, for Sam, yeah. Yeah, so, you're absolutely right. Mm. Uh, she played Rebecca Howe. Yeah, so she, yeah, because she came in, I think she came in to, she, she bought out, no, she didn't buy it out, but she was placed as the manager of Cheers because the bar was bought out by this other character that we've never, I think, I don't think we ever got to see. No. But no. yeah, she was, she was his love interest um, and, and whatnot. But then they came the love interest of Sam and then Diane came back and then she moved on and so on. But you're right. So that's first saw her in Cheers. And then the big thing was, look who's talking. But uh, she died this week. Um, I haven't, I, I haven't read too much into what the, what, what had, what happened. I think it's, um, illness was it was it cancer I, th I think i think it was um some kind of cancer that they'd only recently discovered she had so she had very little time yes realizing. yeah so kind, kind of like same thing with david bowie where literally they they just announced it at the time he was dying and he was dead and that was it so it's kind of the same thing christy ali she was a short bout of sickness and she died she um if i, if I do the maths she was what 70 71 71 so she died at 71 so that i mean we have people like betty white who went all the way to 98 and whatnot and um but you know it's it's a loss it's a big person big face big name from my childhood um and so obviously it's even though she wasn't doing it much recently it, it's good to be able to celebrate the work that she did and uh, as such i would just say kirstie alley rest in peace you're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. I'm producer Dave. And I, after our conversation last week, where we did the most popular uh, or Apple TV's most popular TV shows uh, at the moment, um, going through the list, Slow Horses popped up. And it, I guess it was because season two was just coming out. And I had I hadn't seen it in a while. I had seen it advertised uh, quite a bit, and I was like, I'm gonna go check it out. I wanna go check it out. Producer Dave, have you seen Slow Horses? I've added it to my next up list of okay. shows to watch, but I haven't seen a single one yet. Well, I guess after that interview, after that, uh, after last week's show, and I'm putting it solely down to our contribution after last week's show and the fact that I went to go watch it. Guess what has just shot up to number one on their most popular now? Uh, Why? Slow, it's horses. slow horses. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Gary Oldman and Kirsten, uh, Kirsten, uh, not Kirsten, 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 oh, what's her name? Um, my brain. I, I, I'm, I have to get this one because if I don't, I don't want to call us Kirsten Stewart. It's not. It's Kirsty Thompson. Hold on, slow horses. Kirsten Scott Thomas, that's it. Kirsten Scott Thomas. So it's it's on Apple TV. It's got Gary Oldman. It's got Jack Loden on it. Uh, it's got Saskia Reeves in it. Again, these are names I'm just going to be shooting out, and you're not going to remember. You're, you're not going to recognize a lot of the names. But when you see the faces, you'd recognize them 100. Uh, Sophie Okenedo. I made a mistake of a name last week. Uh, she's in it as well. Um, so I've binge watched the first season. They've just brought out the second season. I think they're three episodes into the second season. They're doing it same as they normally do, like episodic. 
They're dropping it one episode at a time. But it's eight episodes in the first season. I binged it, and it is great. It's a good spy show. So here's what it's about. I think it's, it's based on a series of books, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it, it, the, the show is called Slow Horses. And it is a British spy drama um, based on how, or not based on, it's centered around uh, this agency that is kind of an outpost of the of MI5. So imagine, you know, you know how in like spy films, one spy messes up badly and they say, we're going to send you to Siberia, right? And you know that their posting is going to be like they're in some, you know, in, in some cabin, in some remote location somewhere. That's what slow horses kind of are, except it's within the UK. They're in this place called uh, Slough House. And the description they call it is, it's so far away from from the MI5 offices, you might as well be in Slough. <laughs> that I was like, all right, that's good. So they're still in London anyway, but it's essentially where um, spies who have messed up really badly go to, to go into exile. That's basically where they are. So they're still basically working for MI5, but they're doing, it's not even grunt work they're doing. They're doing the kind of work that the, the, um, the janitors in MI5 are like, I do more top secret work than you do kind of thing. So they get, they, that's basically what, spies who end up there either just basically say, you know what, I'm going to retire, but they don't even let you retire. You have to kill yourself, essentially. That's what Slow Horses, that, that's what it's all about. It's about these group of people who are stuck in this dead-end position where they are not MI5, but they, they are MI5. And the, the lead character is uh, River Cartwright, played by Jack Loden. And you see the first episode, it starts off with him. He obviously, he's MI5's, you know, go-to boy. He's the new Jack Bauer, if you will. I'm not going to explain what happens in that first episode, just to say it goes tits up, right? And so he ends up in Slough House under the purview of Jackson Lamb, played by Gary Oldman, in just, I don't give a care kind of character he's effing and blinding and swearing and drinking and it's like he's the slob and it's like great great performance by gary oldman and you could it's just like i don't know if he read the script it's just they just said go and improvise just be just just be a Prince name is going to have to bleep this one out. Just be a twat. <laughs> and that's what he is. And he's fantastic at it. So obviously, when these kind of shows, it's going to be the fact that the, the tortoise wins, right? So that's what it is it's about. There's a conspiracy that's brewing somewhere and it falls into their laps. And they're the ones who, the slow horses have to come in and save the day. It's a great, great eight episode, taut eight episode show that is just i 100 i'm in in all the way i definitely recommend that you go check it out um season two has started there are three episodes in i'm not jumping into season two just yet i wanted to build up a little bit because again with spy dramas and stuff 
I, I'm not the guy. There are tons of other things I'm going to be watching, right? So I'm spoiled for choice. So I'm not going to be sitting around saying I'm going to wait next week and then wait next week. I might as well wait till they rack up and then just binge watch the whole thing. So Who's in saying? other words, you're definitely one of those binge watchers. You, you just wait until it's all virtually dropped and then bang. You, you're Absolutely. Absolutely. See, yeah, people, um, there, what's his name? The um, uh, Lynch, David Lynch said something about, you know, how so, something to the effect of it's terrible people watching TV shows and films on their phones and it, it, you're not giving it their full attention. Uh, dude, I've, I've got a life to live. I've got a whole bunch of stuff I need to be doing. So I'm going to watch stuff on my phone while I'm doing the washing up, while I'm cooking, while I'm feeding my kid basically i'm a bad dad is what i'm saying i'm just not paying attention because i'm watching stuff on my phone so that's who i am that's what i have to do to be able to consume the content that i consume which is what i do because number one thing my by my priority even above my own health i put that above it i watch tv stuff tv and films so in order to be able to fit in all of this stuff and stuff like she hulk so can put the fire back in my belly um that's what i have to do so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, so I'm watching it. So I binge watch all of this, these things, right? So I, I put that there and I binge watch it and so on. So yes. In other words, this is your way of time management when it comes to film and TV. Yes, the binge watch, right? You 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 make sure that they're all there, they're all out, and then as soon as I can, flick on my phone, do things while I'm going around, and I'm watching it as we go, right? So that's it's it's um it's the responsible way to do it. So yes, slow horses. I highly recommend. Producer Dave, from what I've been saying, is that something you think you're going to watch? Well, funny enough, I watched uh, the um, trailer for it and it looked quite funny. You know, it looked like there was some very good comedic elements on it. So, like I said, I've put it on my up next to watch, but there is a, a growing list of things on there to watch. And the way I consume things is not like you. I like either episodic, so I've got time, yeah. or with everything else going, sometimes I start an episode and halfway through I've got something else to do. I'll just stop it there, go off and do something else and then come back and watch it later. So it may take me a while to get through them all. But if it right. really catches my, if it really does catch my attention, then something dangerous happens. I just watch. And then a couple of hours later, I think to myself, no, you've got to do this and stop. <laughs> so, by which time I've watched four episodes. So, you know, it, it does happen, but not often. I would, I, it is, it is very funny. There are funny elements to it. And it, a lot of, a lot of the comedy does come from Gary Oldman's character and his interaction with the rest of his group. But a lot of them, there are bits where they are all funny. Um, but yes, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good show. It's a good show. Uh, it, and it topped it, it, it just, and because we pushed and mentioned last week that Slow Horses is something I'm going to be watching, is now number one most popular on Apple. It just, it knocked Ted Lasso off the number one spot, which, um, it does, but that's not going to be for long. It's not going to be for long, I can tell you, because see, I, I hear rumors that season three of Ted Lasso is coming up pretty soon. So that's going to shoot right back up the top. So uh, yeah, that's Slow Horses on Apple TV. If you want to watch it, go watch it because it's it's a great, great show. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Akko. And I'm producer Dave. And this is Spotlight.
And on Spotlight today, we're going to do an interview that I had with the film critic, uh, film and TV critic Boyd Hilton, who's talking about ITV's new streaming service, ITVX. Here's the interview. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako, and once again, we have a film critic, film and TV critic extraordinaire. We've had him on the show a number of times for different reasons. Please tell us your name and tell us what is ITVX all about? Hi, Marcus. It's Boyd Hilton. Yeah, nice to speak to you again. Um, ITVX is basically a brand new free streaming service from ITV. Um, it's also the place to go to for kind of classic ITV shows from the past. There's a whole library of shows and films as well, classic films. But I think the most exciting thing is they've got loads of new shows, new dramas, new comedies, new factual shows. Um, they'll be launching at least one every week. And they've got and four new shows have already arrived today at, at, on the launch day. Um, so I think it's a really exciting prospect. Yeah, so if, if I, I was uh, talking to my producer, producer Dave, about this about how we're getting a lot of streaming shows and I ha I'm having to count on both hands how many streaming <laughs> sh uh, streaming channels I am I am subscribed to. So we've got the Netflix, we've got the the Amazon Prime, etc. ITV has now, I mean, ITV had BritBox and uh, ITV Hub, but it's now coming out with ITVX, which yeah. I guess ITV exclusive. One of the um, one of the the shows that's popped up on ITVX that I'm really interested in is a spy among friends. Um, yeah. Now, tell what can you tell us about this show? Well, it, you're right to be excited. Yeah, I've watched all of a spy among friends, and it is absolutely fascinating six part drama based on the true story of the spy Kim Philby, who spied for the Russians um, for decades. Um, you know, and his, he kept this secret from his best friend Nicholas Elliott, played by Damian Lewis. So Guy Pearce plays Kim Philby. Damien Lewis plays his best friend, Nicholas Elliott. And it's kind of about how does one person keep a whole, their whole life secret from their best friend and what happens when that, that friend finds out. And that plays out in the first episode. Um, the Nicholas Elliott character finds out what's been going on and kind of it plays out and it's very addictive. As soon as you reach the end of that first episode, I can pretty much guarantee you want to watch the, the next five episodes because it's, it's so interesting to see how this all worked. And you get to see from each of the characters' points of view just how, how this all happened, really. So that's fascinating. Yeah. Spy Among Friends, yeah. Yeah, and it's two, two heavyweights. I mean, on the post, you've right. got Damien Lewis and Guy Pearce. I've followed them, for, it's for both of them, different, for, for different, different TV shows, different movies that they've been in, all gravitating towards this one on ITVX. Uh, and as you said, it's obviously it's a brand new series. Uh, is it the same in the same sort of format as Netflix, where the entire season is on the platform, ready for people to go and see, or is yes. it going to be episodic? No, absolutely. Every, all, all of these shows, so every every series that's on ITVX, is, which is you know, it will be available in full. Yeah, so you can binge watch A Spy Among Friends, all six episodes, absolutely now. And um, the same goes for all their shows. The following week, there's Litvinenko for example, which is another extraordinary true story of how um, Alexander Litvinenko was poisoned in London um, by the Russians. And it's kind of all about how that happened and how his wife, Marina, Marina kind of led the, the, the search for justice to find the people responsible. And that is unbelievably powerful four-parter that, again, is available in full with David Tennant playing Litvinenko um, uh, next week. That's the he. I was going to say the chameleon David Tennant because I've, yes. I've, I've seen I've seen trailers for it and he's he's it, almost almost indistinguishable from the real you know the yeah. photos that we've been seeing the videos we've been seeing 
you know, online, etc. So obviously, David Tennant, I, I rave about him constantly on this show. It is something else I want to watch that's on there. And then this is another one which I haven't seen in such a long time. I didn't even know that they were doing something about it. Plebs, Soldiers of Rome. Yes, yes, Tell us I love Plebs. Yeah. I went. I went out to Bulgaria to watch them filming plebs. So I have a big, real, real um, fondness for it. And this is um, a farewell, basically. It's the last ever episode of plebs, but it's a feature-length special. Um, Plebs Soldiers of Rome. Um, it's on there now, as you say. But I loved it. Kind of Plebs was like you know like the in-betweeners set in ancient Rome, um, and and is really funny. Tom Rosenthal, fantastic um, uh, lead actor in it. And it's actually what's interesting about this this kind of last ever episode is it's quite moving in the end as well. So it's really really funny as you'd expect. But you also really care about the characters that we've grown to know and love um, over the years. So yeah, I was really really pleased to enjoy that kind of finale of Plebs. Yeah, that's um, fantastic new material coming up. Again, as I, as I mentioned uh, briefly, my uh, conversations with our producer about the fact that I'm going to have to start deciding whether or not I want to cross one of my pre-existing subscriptions to add this one to the list. Uh, for people who don't know much about how to get a streaming service, how do we get ITVX? Mm. How do we get to see things on ITVX? Well, the good thing is it's free, Marcus. So you don't have to, you know, don't have to worry about it. Really, it's it's all it's all absolutely free to watch um, from now. Um, if you go to itv.com, uh, you'll see you can watch it online there immediately, and um, uh, it'll pl- it's kind of replaced ITV Hub as well. So we have wherever you watched ITV Hub before, um, you can watch it there. Yeah, but but we should emphasize it's it's a, a, a absolutely free, brand new premium free premium streaming service, which makes it you know just dive in. Excellent. That means I don't have to cross anything off the seven exactly. that I've already subscribed to. So that's great. <laughs> exactly. So I can, I can add that and make it number eight to the list. Um, now, sure. I wanted to ask you, uh, Boyd Hilton, film critic extraordinaire. I've been listening to you, to your stuff for years uh, and you. your recommendations. Some I disagreed with, but majority, I'd say it's an 80-20. I have agreed. Oh, with your that's suggestion. a good ratio. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much how I live my life. It's like you can live with twenty percent wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but the, as long as you're in that eighty percent, that's okay. Now I've been scrolling through the ITVX uh, home screen, and there's one category there that's John Boyega's uh, picks, or he picks his favorites, right? So it's oh, a mixture yeah. of films and TV shows and stuff. I haven't yet seen a Boyd Hilton's picks from ITVX, but if you could use this as an opportunity to tell us. This, if you want to see five films and TV shows that ITVX are going to have, here is Boyd Hilton's you know uh, suggestions as to what we go for. What would you go with? Oh wow, that's that's a uh, that's a big challenge. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, I would say they've got the Back to the Future trilogy for a start. So that's three. <laughs> that's three <laughs> films. Crossed that off the list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, but they are brilliant, aren't they? Like for me, like the original Back to the Future just does everything you want from a film, from an escapist film. You know, it's got, it's got it all. It's funny, it's exciting, it's got action, brilliant characters, brilliant, you know, the great Michael J. Fox legend. Um, so I would say that. I know they've got There Will Be Blood, which is the Paul Thomas Anderson film with Daniel Day-Lewis that I think is one that is, would be in my top 20 films of all time. Absolutely. Um, and what else? Um, let's just have a look. Sorry. Uh, I mean, you've already mentioned a couple of things that I definitely want to watch, which is, uh, for example, the Litvinenko um, biopic, or not biopic, but what happened uh, with Dave Tennant's yeah. plebs, obviously. Oh, I'll, I'll give you, 
Oh, but I thought you meant films only, but I'll give you one, one lot TV recommendation, 100%. Here we go, yeah. Which is Tell Me Everything, which is a teen drama um, about um, 16-year-olds, basically, dealing with the, with the pressures of the social media age, effectively. It's got a brilliant young cast. A guy called Eden Davis is the lead. Um, and it, re- it looks at kind of issues of um, mental health, but it's also really entertaining and really powerful. So I would say Tell Me Everything for sure, yeah, which is a six-parter, all available now. Um, that would be my other choice, yeah. Excellent. We need to get ITVX to have that category set up there. So you have that list. Um, for obviously, one, two, three, Back to the Future trilogy would be there, taking up the, the, the top yeah. spots, and then yeah. carry on with the rest with your recommendation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before they ask for my special section. Yeah, completely. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and it will just keep <laughs> rotating. But again, yeah. it'll only be only only eight or eight of the ten um, right. you pick would be what I would watch, and then the other two I will ignore. So it'll be. Fun. I'll try and win you over with the full hundred percent. Oh, that uh, no one has done it before. But we'll see if you can do. Wow. It. Okay. It's a challenge. Boy, thank you very much for joining us on Shoot the Breeze. And we're definitely going to be watching ITVX and talking about it for weeks to come. Thanks, Marcus. Cheers. And that was my interview with Boyd Hilton. ITVX is just adding to the collection of, of TV streaming channels we, we just add the list. So right now, here here is my list uh, of of the channel, the streaming channels that I. So I'm not even going to mention. I'm not even going to mention Sky because Sky is obviously there. We've already got the. So think about all the channels that come on Sky, right? So there's that. I'm just focusing on streaming channels that I have subscribed to, to which I watch. Uh, we got Netflix. We got Amazon Prime. We got Disney Channel, uh, Disney Plus. That is. We've got uh, Apple TV. We have Paramount Plus. Um, we, <laughs> what else do I have? Um, I used to be subscribed to Shudder TV or Shudder, which was just strictly horror, but I wasn't watching that many horror. I found I'm not that much of a horror fan. I mean, I watch horror, but I, I wouldn't jump at watching horror. So I kind of, I canceled that subscription. Uh, but if I just, uh, just look at, I have a whole folder. Can I just quickly going. drop in there? Because um there was a film on there. I can't. Well, I can't remember the name of it. It was a. It was a pandemic film where they had. Um, we, we interviewed the the guy who did it. Yes. Uh, Ho- um, it's host, right? Host. Yes. Um, yes. I was ripping through another uh, streaming service. I think it was BBC iPlayer, and I found it there. You found host on uh, ITV Player? No, BBC. BBC iPlayer. Oh, what did I say? ITV Player. No, I. I, I didn't mean ITV player. Oh, wow, that's good. Um, host, is, host is good. It's it's a nice, taut, 50-minute, 60-minute film. Mm. Um, there was re- very well done, the way, obviously, it's, you know, Zoom-like, right? Mm. Um, oh, so yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a great show. They did, I um, can't remember the name of the director and the writer, but yes, you're right. We did interview uh, the, the writer and the executive producer, who's going on to do a lot more stuff with horror, uh, so yeah, more power to him uh, and, and his projects. But yeah, that was good. But anyway, that, those are the main ones that I was talking about, right? So those are my channels: Netflix, um, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, um, Apple TV. Uh, what else? Uh, Pro, uh, Paramount Plus. I've already mentioned that one. So that so yeah, those are the ones that I've got at the moment that I that I that I watch that I subscribe to. 
So now I, I, I do subscribe to ITV player, but you don't have to pay anything for that because you've got license fee. Um, all four, but that I watch that through the TV, so I don't include that because it's there. Uh, and now ITVX. So, heesh, man. What about Lionsgate? Have you um, thought about getting Lionsgate? I did That's think about it. I did think about it because as we we, we get a lot of the, um, the, the invites to watch premiere stuff, um, and I do consider getting it, but I'm like, even I'm like, nah, dude, you know, how many hours do you have in the day to watch stuff? So maybe no. So I, are you subscribed to Lionsgate? Good Lord, no, no. I, I, the, the <laughs> ones I've got are enough. I mean, I've got Netflix, Disney, and um, what was the other one again? Apple. And um, yeah. that's enough. In actual fact, that'll just carry me through Christmas. I think some of them are going to, one of them is going to go because, uh, gosh, there's just too much. Yeah, got, which 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 do you sacrifice? How many? What is the what is the the, the what is the optimum number that you should have? So the, let's put that to the audience. It's like message us on either Twitter, which is uh, at stb underscore resonance fm, or on Instagram, shoot the breeze show, and just say here is the 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 ideal number you should have is this. And if you feel brave enough, give the ones that you think you should put on there. So I can't, I can't, I can't say which one I should cancel. My top five. We say the top five. The top five that are there: Netflix, um, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, um, Apple TV, and I'm gonna, that's how I'm going to describe it. If I can't, if if I can't without looking at which one it is, then I have to take it out. So Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, Apple Paramount TV. Plus, Plus. Apple TV. So those four, and then Paramount Plus is the, that's the fifth one. So those five, that's it. So in order to get ITVX, I have to throw one of them out to get ITVX on there. With with that, oh stars, because you have, even though you you watch stars through uh, to, through Prime, um, and Paramount Plus as well, I watch that through Prime. Uh, Prime. So technically, there's six. So Stars is on there. Yeah, but Stars is part of um part of Disney. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is it's part of Disney. There, there is something else that is on Prime that I, where you what you can watch Power. You can watch um, Mr. Mercedes. Is that Freevee? Is it Free? It's probably called Freevee now. I'll, I'll I'll check that. Out. But that that's my rule now. If I can't list, if I if I don't mention your streaming service off the top of my head. Without having to do to look on my phone to see if it's there, it's no. I'm I'm subscribing. That's it. And it's only five. I'm only keeping it. It's five. That's it. So Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and now ITVX. So we're keeping those five that are there. I think I'm going to go for quality over um, quantity because um, a lot of them have got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff. Uh, yeah. The one thing I've noticed about um, Apple TV is that it hasn't got as much content as the, the others, but I'm more drawn to a lot of their shows. I even met, forgot to mention one of the programs that I watched on um, Apple TV, which was Prehistoric, Prehistoric Planet. Anyone, anyone who's got kids into dinosaurs would just turn that on, sit them down in front of that, and they will be absorbed for an hour. Those, I think it's what, six episodes? Wicked, absolutely fantastic. The animation, ah, oh, it's superb. 
And it's all done by the BBC and it is fronted by Sir David Attenborough as well. So even the adults will be interested. It's a really, really good programme. You see, so I can't cancel Apple. No, you can't. <laughs> exactly. And Apple, Apple in, all of, in, in all of them, Apple was the last one to, to start up. So yes, they don't have that much, but they're coming up with stuff. Look oh, at Ted Lasso. <laughs> Ted Lasso is my top five favorite shows of all time right so it's right there so i have to slow horses i started watching it it's a great show and i i watch Mi uh, mystic quest which is it, it's funny it passes the time but it's a funny show i watch that that's on apple tv so you've got this all they're coming up anyway so that's what I, how i'm gonna put it oh and you've been listening to got, the breeze oh you, sorry. yeah sorry you, you've got uh what's it called emancipation coming out next week as well yes exactly well, yes we'll and we'll talk about that next week uh, emancipation it's essentially will smith trying to break out of the bondage of the consequences of having slapped chris rock uh, at Oscar night. ah that's so unfair that's, because that, apparently gonna... that was, he he <laughs> <laughs> he filmed that before that all that happened so you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's world time release but uh, it was all done before that so you know i was thinking i was thinking exactly the same way until i discovered that he had been he'd filmed that and it was already wrapped up the film and it was already wrapped up before the slap, which I think we should uh -huh. refer to it as the slap. <laughs> the slap, yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> there, there was a film, or is it a film or a TV series, show? TV series, yeah. It was, a, it was a Australian TV series, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. Was it Australian? I think so. Or was it English? I'm not too sure. It was one of the two. No, I, no. I think it was. I think it was English because I think Thandi Newton is in it. It was English. But there's an Australian sketch about the slap, but it's it's about this one guy who just goes around and starts slapping every. He starts with the kid because the whole thing, the whole show is about disciplining kids, right? Like how far would somebody go and discipline another kid? And they're at a barbecue, and the, these two kids are arguing, and one one character, an adult, slaps the kid, and that's what the whole drama is about. You know, that, you know, everyone's like, oh, oh, my God, whatever. So the Australian sketch about it is literally just this guy slaps the kid and then just goes to start slapping every single person, including paramedics. Which are, it's a great, it's a funny sketch. Anyway, we'll talk about emancipation next week. You've been listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to us as we've been chatting nonstop, allowing me to rant about um, Wednesday and just because of producer Dave, ranting again about She-Hulk um, and so on. But uh, yeah, you listen to us. We appreciate the fact that you keep listening to us, even though we do stuff like that. And we always want to thank Resonance FM for not listening to our show, because if they did, they would cancel us on the spot. So thank you. Keep do doing what you're not doing. Um, listen to some other great shows on your radio show, your radio station. There are some fantastic um, you know, people who are talking about arts and talking about music and talking about theater and whatnot, listen to them and just keep your ears shut between seven and, and eight on a Friday night. Don't worry about it. Do tea. Go have tea. I hear they might be doing some great things on BBC. You can go and watch that. Don't listen to, and I'm talking to just a resonance. I'm not talking about the other people who are listening on resonance right now. So those of you who are listening right now, Keep listening. That's fine. We're talking about the people who are running Resonance. They shouldn't listen to the show. Otherwise, we would not be able to do this anymore. Anyway, 
Thank you very much for doing that. You have been listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I have been Marcus E. Ako. And I'm still producer Dave. Then thank you very much for listening. Speak to you all next time. Goodbye. Bye. And if you are right to cut out the She-Hulk phenomenon, I'm, that's what I'm calling it for now. You don't have to diminish one character to make another character.